One quarter to go. Mike Hogan and Jeff Johnson with you. We apologize. Next time we run that, we'll have the North Florida to English translator for Bear Woods with that thick draw. <laughs> He's had a nice game tonight, picking up his first sack. You know, the Argos are not supposed to be doing this tonight with Butler or Butler and Lang and Johnny Sears at a lineup. There's 11 sacks out of the lineup tonight. Yeah. They have five sacks tonight against the Calgary Stampeders, and four of them are coming from the backup interior guys, Jeff Finley and Dylan Wynn. They have two each. Impressive, and uh, look how many points the Stamps still have on the board. Second down and 15 to go, and it's going to be a screen pass to McDaniels, the center screen, and he's going to get close to first down yardage, but a first down saving tackle at midfield by the aforementioned Mr. Woods, who was born and raised in a postage stamp town just outside of Jacksonville, Florida toward the center part of the state and he saves the first down there with a nice tackle and it'll be third down and two yeah the bear read that and uh closed and that was a great tackle because otherwise that would have been an easy first down tristan jackson back at his own 10 yard line and snap is good rob maver out of 12 gets it away high hit. and it's taken by Marquise Jackson who gets blown up real good. Is that Singleton down at the five-yard line? I think it was. No, check that. It's a backup power, or backup uh, fullback, Charlie Power, out of the University of Saskatchewan. You know when he's in the formation, they're going to run a power eye, right? (laughs) That's a great play by Power. He reads the cut that Martise makes and just drives right through him on the tackle. Well, Cody Fajardo's got the ball. He's got the keys to the car right now. 21-point deficit for the Argos starting the fourth quarter of play here, and he's got a long field ahead of him at the 11-yard line. And the concern tonight is about number 15, Ricky Ray, who in the last series uh, got hit hard and started holding his right arm. And I don't know if it's a wrist or what it is, but not good. Fajardo, it's tipped and almost intercepted. Ball went up in the air as he was looking to the near side for Brandon Whitaker, and that just was not going to work from the get-go. Yeah, he had Whitaker release into the flat, and I think his intended receiver was fuller on a, on a, ah, on a slant a, route, yeah. but that ball was tipped, and it went a mile downfield. It had uh, some crazy velocity on it, and we know that Cody can really sling it. Four seasons at the University of Nevada. Second player in FBS history to reach 9,000 yards passing and 3,000 yards rushing in his career. And he's forced out of the pocket here, and he's going to run, and he is going to get hit hard at the 15-yard line. Another big hit on Cody Pichardo, the second time he's been thrilled after a gain of five yards, and it'll be a punting situation again for the double blue. I love Damn. Cody's intensity because he, he he felt like he was turning this corner. He said, you know what, I'm going to get a couple yards here, and James Vodders just unleashed right on the sideline, and uh, Cody took that was a good hard body shot. I mentioned that career that he had at Nevada. The only other guy in uh, that level of football to do that was Colin Kaepernick, who also played at the University of Nevada. Here's the kick. Not a great one by Lero. It'll wobble down at midfield. Finch dropped it. It's loose on the field. Finch picked it up and got hit hard by Cam Walker. But Finch let it go again. Oh, Tuggle got hit, pushed from behind. Otherwise, he may have had a chance to jump on that, and the refs missed it. So Calgary will take over in Argo territory at the 51-yard line. 13 minutes left in the fourth quarter. It's 34-13 Calgary. It's Argo football on TSN 1050. 
Welcome back to Argo Football. They're down 21 here uh, with 13 minutes left in the third quarter. Trailing the Calgary Stampeders who have put on a clinic tonight. Last week against Hamilton, they beat the Ticats 60-1. to And it was interesting, uh, they had the checklist going as the game was going on. Offensive check for an offensive touchdown, a check mark for defensive touchdown, a check mark for a special team touchdown, a check mark for field goal, a check mark for a rouge, a check mark for a safety. So they basically <laughs> scored every way that they could. It was one of those nights uh, for the Stamps and another one of those nights for the Ticats. And they've got Edmonton this weekend. They're looking right down the barrel of an 0-6 start. June Jones brought in today, listening to Dave Naylor at halftime. Yeah. Um, that wasn't a Ken Austin hire. That was an Eric Tillman hire. They had to sell it to Ken really? Austin. Interesting. Yeah. That is really interesting that Austin didn't start that decision. Back to pass. Bull Levi Mitchell throws it near. Coverage tipped and almost picked. Kadarius Ford was right there, but I think the cue is going to get a penalty. There is a flag down. He may have arrived a hair early. And it is going to be pass interference. Uh, interference. Pass interference. Toronto. Number four. It's a 10 yard penalty. An automatic first down. That Brandon Calgary. Harris was the. Uh, the uh, halfback now on the near side. He's playing defensive half to the boundary. Kudarius Ford has been moved. He's playing field corner. Rico Murray has moved to field half. And now Kudarius Ford. Yeah, he's out at the uh, wide side corner spot covering up the Z. First down at the 41-yard line of the uh, Argonauts. Uh, the Argonauts throw behind the intended receiver. And Cassius Vaughn had another shot at an interception. You know what, I'm surprised because McDaniel breaks out to his left. He's running an out pattern. Bo Levi throws this behind McDaniel. And who's there? Cassius Vaughn. But Cassius just knocks the ball down. I, I'm surprised he didn't try to make a, a play on it. Like, it looked kind oh, of strange. On like the replay, down. on the replay, Mark Way McDaniel reached back and he knocked did? it away from him. Okay. So, That's good. that was a nice play by McDaniel who turned from... Receiver to defensive, defensive back. Second out attempt from the Argo 41. Three receivers up top. Back to pass. Mitchell. And uh, down he goes. No, he shovels it ahead as he was going down. And Finch is going to take it out of bounds at the 30-yard line. When it's going right, it's going right. It's a gain of 12 and a Calgary first down. Oh, that's a heck of a play by Boldy by Mitchell. The Argos do a great job. They've got a three-man rush. They got three linebackers in the other gaps. They could potentially bring six. They drop off two. They only bring four, but they get pressure. And Wynn, man, he looks quick out there. He almost brings, he just about misses, uh, he just misses Voldivai as he shovels the ball off the bench and turns that into a first down. And Tuggle had the first shot at him and almost brought him down. Argos brings six. Mitchell throws it out to the flat. He's got a man wide open at the 25-yard line. It cuts back in the middle of the field and spinning. For a first down is Anthony Parker down to the 10-yard line. It'll be a first down and probably goal to go after a gain of about 18 yards. Yeah. Anthony Parker was showing some great acceleration as he runs an out pattern, catches the ball, cuts back inside, and gets around Qdarius Ford, who will want that back because it was open field, and uh, I was hoping Ford might be able to make the play, but Mr. Parker looking good in the open field. First down and uh, goal to go. They have moved the sticks back at the goal line. So the ball must just be inside the 10-yard line. Maybe by the nose of the football. Ball on the left hash mark. Back to pass is Mitchell. Throws uh, into the flat again. He's got uh, Markway McDaniel who bounces off one and walks into the end zone. 
And that's not going to look good on film for who, oh. whoever the second back Cassius was. Cassius Vaughn. Cassius Vaughn has not had a good night tonight. And there's a celebration in the end zone, and I think Marcus Ball went in to try and break it up, and there were flags of plenty in the end zone. So I don't know if this is going to be the, for the celebration or whichever Argo went in there late, and I think it was Marcus. But when Cassius Vaughn sees this on film, he's not going to want to open his eyes. No, I... I need to see who the first defender who that was in there. Oh, it was Brandon Harris. Does a good job of forcing McDaniel back inside, and Vaughn has an opportunity to go through McDaniel. Play. Objection of conduct. Toronto number six. Ten yards to be played on the kickoff. Uh, Marcus Ball is going to get the penalty, and this is just not going well for the Toronto Argonauts tonight. Mark Way McDaniel with his second touchdown of the second half. Starting to get ugly. Uh huh. Not that it wasn't already a little ugly, but now it's getting ugly. The Argo defense is banged up, still getting pressure on the Calgary Stampeders. But if you would have told me that the Argos would have five sacks tonight, you would think there's no way that Calgary's putting up a 40, even though they got three on uh, seven on special teams. And they had a lot of pressure on that drive, and that would there was some heck of awesome plays by Bo Levi Mitchell even with the pressure he still managed to find a way so the touchdown gives uh, with the extra point a 41 to 13 lead for Calgary they look unstoppable we'll see what the Argonauts can do as a counterpunch when we come back you're listening to Argo football on TSN 1050 one of those nights for the Toronto Argonauts 41 13 and look down now and see Ricky Ray sitting on the, the bench. He hasn't moved, essentially, once he sat down. He's just stayed there at the side of the bench, closest to field, midfield here at BMO Field. Not a great crowd tonight again. See what the Argos can do and see what Cody Fajardo can do. At this stage, it's an opportunity to see what he can do. And who knows with Ricky Ray what he's going to be like in time for the Montreal home-and-home. That's right, and it is another, uh, well, the next Friday? You, they're, yeah, they're Friday night in Montreal, and then a week from So it's not a short Saturday. week, but it's still, you know, it's not It's not like there's a bye week. Um, so, yeah, we'll have uh, yet to see what the status is of Ricky Ray. But right now, you've got ten and a half minutes left in this fourth quarter. Chance for Cody Fajardo, I think, to just relax and uh, go see what you can make happen. Because, you know what, the Argos, your team is, is down significantly right now, so there's not a lot of pressure on you. Just go ahead and throw it. And Marquise Jackson will take it at the one-yard line on the far side of the field across the 10, the 15, to the 20, to the 25, to the 30, down the sideline to the 34, and steps out of bounds. Again, trying to walk the tightrope, but he got knocked out of bounds at the 33-yard line, maybe the 34, and that's where the Argos will take over. And Montreal this uh, week working on the bye, so they get a long week to prepare for the Argos. But essentially, the Argos have eight days as well, so it's not yep. like a, they, they need a little bit of a long break. Sure. But uh, the Alouettes off. Got up today too. Winnipeg at Ottawa tomorrow. Hamilton at Edmonton tomorrow in the uh, doubleheader Friday night football event on TSN. And then on Saturday, Saskatchewan at BC. 34-yard line. Ball on the right hash mark. Cody Fajardo in at quarterback. And he will give the ball to Seth McDaniel in the back. Cam McDaniel, yep. Cam McDaniel is in the backfield now. The second-year player. He was brought up by Jim Pop last year and was with Montreal, mostly on the practice roster. I think he got in one game last year. He certainly had a, a carry or two, but he's uh, getting an opportunity. 
in the backfield here for the Argonauts. Was an internet sensation when at Notre Dame. Second down and eight after the two-yard game. And Fajardo got hit as he threw the football, but threw a laser beam that was caught by Fuller right at the sticks. I don't know if he's going to get the first down, but it's certainly close enough for the Argonauts to gamble. Cam McDaniel was carrying the football at Notre Dame and had his helmet knocked off. Yeah. And there's a shot from the end zone of him, and it looks like he's posing for Vogue. Come on. Or for GQ or some magazine. With his helmet off. With the helmet off. The hair is perfect. And it went <laughs> viral. He had the B-Well lid. Of the, of the, Mike Radwell lid. Yeah, he just looked like the most relaxed guy in the world, and it went viral. And he was everywhere. He was on, like, Good Morning America and places like that. Picardo's going to keep and get the first down. Wow. That's cool. That's I mean, it just happened to catch that perfect moment. Yeah. Well... I know you mentioned that, that that was a Cody Fajardo laser beam. It was a laser beam. This guy can sling it. And uh, hopefully, you know, they got a first down, a little momentum here. Oh, my goodness. If you put in Cam McDaniel, Notre Dame, the first photo that comes up <laughs> is him carrying the football. Ridiculously photogenic running back. Yeah, that's what it comes up under. They're going to go to Wilder. He's going to bounce out of the pile. He'll get the 50, the 55, the 50, the 40-yard line. Big run for James Wilder. It's a gain of 20 yards, and that uh, will be his second longest run of the season with the Argos. And it will be a Toronto first down. It's 41-13 Calgary with 8.03 left. Yes, it's 41-13. That's why we're talking about Cam McDonald being photogenic. It's just that kind of night where it's time to tell some stories about the Argonauts. That's such an odd picture. He looks expressionless. Like... Like I said, it looks like he's posing for a, for a photo shoot. Like, hey, you got my good side? Yeah. They're going to go to the ground again, and it's going to be Wilder taking the inside the 40. Slipped as he tried to make his cut. It's a gain of three. All right, second and long. Let's see Cody go to work here. Well, we know he's got the arm strength. They've got Coombs. They've got Williams. They've got Fuller. They've got Payton. They've essentially got the starting lineup out there offensively for the Argonauts. The usual suspects on the offensive line. Fuller's out there as well, and Wilder's in as the back. So there's your starters. And they're going to run a draw counter for a yard. Ball came out. Wilder kept going, but the ball didn't. And they're going to mark it as third down. And out comes Liram Hyralahu. Two for two tonight from 30 and 20, and this one will be from a little bit further out. Uh, when they plan it, it'll be the 43-yard line, and that's where Hyralahu will try it little bit of wind off the lake so what uh, breeze there was uh it was pretty swirly earlier on tonight this is coming right off the lake right now somehow we dodged the rain tonight which is remarkable touch wood this will be a 43 yard attempt from right in the middle of the field oh yeah i'm miffed by the draw play why the draw it's almost no like idea. you're throwing in the towel like let cody go to work a little bit that may have him calling out of a pass play field goal is good hyralahu nails it from 43 and the Argos have cut the lead to 41-16, and we'll take the timeout. It's Argo Football on TSN 1050. Six twenty-one remaining in the fourth quarter. Hogan and Johnson with you. Kate Pedersen on the sidelines. Andy McNamara will be hosting the post-game show. Stevie Leopolis is here at the ranch. Natasha Kibraj is back at our studios, keeping us honest. Yes, keeping us honest, and there was a little monitor in our booth here. You could see that there's a satellite image of uh, 
a storm that looks like it was rolling across right beside us, but over the water. Oh, really? Yep, yep. So I thought I saw some lightning earlier. I didn't know if it was a flash or something. Maybe it was some lightning, but touch wood, we've uh, we've been lucky tonight. Yeah, it, I don't think it's out. rained once. This might be the big jinx, but I don't think it's rained once here at BMO Field during the game. Like we've seen pre-game showers, we've seen post-game showers. Yes, yes. But I don't yeah, think we've seen any games where it, where it threatened the whole time and didn't actually do anything. Who needs a dog? Let's give him a downpour. Let's get him wet. <laughs> it's always entertaining. <laughs> won't do anything. Anybody who's a soccer fan is going. No! <laughs> you went there. I did. Running play. Pinches in now as the running back. And is that still Bo Levi or is that? Buckley. No, it's Bo Levi, it looks like, still in there at quarterback. Nope. It's the kid. It's Andrew Buckley out of the University of Calgary. A Canadian, even. A hometown guy, even. Canadian QB. 10 of 10 passing the football so far this season. He's a short yardage quarterback, and he'll go to work here. See if he can stretch it to 11. It's a passing situation after a three-yard gain. They bring some pressure on the kid. He comes to the near side. He's 11 of 11 and has close to first down yardage as uh, Mark and Michel. Michel has the catch, and it's going to be the first down. That's his first catch of the night. This kid's composed. Throws a nice ball. Yeah. yeah. Quick, quick decision. Saw the slant to his right, and uh, he's got a quick release. The 10 of 10 was all against Hamilton a week ago. Very poised. What a game that was. It was hard. It was, you couldn't turn away after you started watching that thing. It just kept getting worse and worse and worse. So you kept watching it. You kept watching it. Draw play. And it's going to be Finch scrambling away from a tackler and getting about six yards. Jeff Finley had him. Good thing he blew a wheel. And couldn't bring him down. Slipped. It's going to be a gain of six, maybe seven. I think that was Woods on the tackle, finally. Five sacks tonight for the Argos, if you're looking for some kind of positive. Hiralahu, three for three in field goals, including the last one, a 43-yarder. Not many positives tonight, though, for the blue and white. The double blue. This is a game where you want to just flush it. Buckley steps up and takes off and dumps it off. Looks what he's going to get sacked. Another heads-up play, and it'll be a first down. Jeez. And Bear Woods makes another tackle. This kid making it look easy. I thought that ball got punched out the way it flew up, but he actually flipped it to the uh, to the receiver. Yeah, that was Great actually, awareness. I think that was actually Finley who made that tackle. The defensive lineman got downfield. Holy smokes. So Buckley now a dozen in a row. Canadians can't play quarterback, though. Three and a half minutes left here. It's 41 to 16 for the Stampeders. Buckley will send two receivers in motion from right to left, and they're going to go off the gut again. And Finch will get to the line of scrimmage, maybe a yard. And Bear Woods was there, and Finley was there. See, Hope, that's part of the old school thinking, right? Canadians can't play QB. Yeah. You know what? I had a conversation with the general manager a couple years ago, and we were talking about strength and conditioning, and the GM turned to me and said, You know what, JJ? I think there might actually be something to the strength and conditioning thing. And I said, are you kidding me? Right? And that just shows you how old school some of the thinking is in the league. Right? Well, and, and it's changing, though. That GM's no longer in the league, and there's a lot of change happening. Right? So this is good to see. Change is good. Second down, eight to go. 
And now rolling, rolling is Buckley, and he gets out a sack again, and not the second time. And the ball came out. The sack will go as a down, and it will be Brandon Harris getting credit for the sack. Ball came out after Buckley was down, and it'll be third down and long. And we've hit the three-minute warning, 2.42 to be precise, and the Argos will get the ball back, and we'll get to see if Fajardo can uh, put together a drive for the Argonauts. It's 41-16 Calgary, listening to Argo football on TSN 1050. Hogan and Johnson with the 242 left. Talking about Buckley playing quarterback and how the change has to happen. A decade ago, if you talked about a Canadian running back, Canadians can't play running back. And then Jesse Lumsden came along, and Andrew Harris came along, and John Cornish came along, and Andre Dury. Andre Dury. Jamal Lee was a high draft pick where they wanted to uh, give him an opportunity to yep. play. When you were playing, you were a Canadian who starred. At the CIS level, U Sports now. Yeah. Was it frustrating not getting an opportunity, knowing every time you got in, you made things happen? It, it, it was a little. Fr- I mean, Beyond. honestly, I was having, I was just having a ton of fun. The fact that I was on a professional team and I yeah. was with the Argonauts, I was with the Thai Cats. I was having fun. I was getting to do what I wanted to do. Um, but you know, come no, on, I mean, really, you were frustrated. There were times I thought, you know what, I could do that too, but. I was still involved. I was still doing. I was. I was being empowered with other things to do. I love to touch the ball. I love to carry it. Sure, but I was having fun doing a bunch of other things as well. Rob Maver, Guelph product, longtime CFLer, lets this one go, and it is going to be taken by Jackson back to the five-yard line. Spin move by Marquise. He'll take it out of the 15-yard line, and with 2:13 left, and the yard goes down by. Let me do the math here. 25 points. Now, Hoagie, if, if, if I was to focus on that, not being in at tailback, then, yeah, I probably would have got frustrated. But yep. I didn't focus on it, right? Because I, I also understood that focusing on something that I couldn't have or wasn't going to be an opportunity for me is going to bring an element of negativity, and, and it's going to change your sure. focus, right? And so I'd rather focus on what I do have and what was in front of me rather than what I didn't have, mm-hmm. right? And uh, I think it really helped keep me focused and dialed in and, and having fun and enjoying what I was doing for so long. Pajardo was in, still, as the quarterback for the Argonauts. They'll take over to the 15-yard line, and uh, they go play action. He's got Declan Cross and missed him by about four yards. Threw it way ahead of Declan, and it'll be second down and 10. I'll tell you, I'll admit, I was frustrated. I remember one game. You'll remember this as well. Uh, I was doing an OUA game of the week, I believe, and we retired. We are in Guelph, and we retired to a uh, an establishment in Guelph to grab a bite to eat after the broadcast and watch the Argo game, and you happened to be playing in Montreal that night. Yeah. And you went off. Yes. Like, you had a spectacular game. a few injuries that had to go down in front of me for that to happen. Yeah. (laughs) Second down from the 15-yard line. Three receivers to the boundary. Back to pass goes to Jardo with a six-man rush, and he's going to air it out. He goes long. He's got a man, and S.J. Green made a great catch at midfield. Right at the strike. Double coverage. S.J. Green just looked like, well, S.J. Green. Beautiful. First down, Argos at the 54 of Calgary. Put it up, let the receiver go get it. Do you remember, and I'm not asking you, don't don't feel like boss. Do you remember your numbers that day? Uh, was it like 200 roughly. yards total, 300 yeah, yards was, total? it was right around 200. This is ridiculous but between rushing and catching. It was very close rushing. Yeah, exactly. Receiving and rushing was around, I mean, just short of 100 each, I think. And there you are, not in the package next week. I'm thinking, okay, here's an opportunity for a Canadian to get a few more snaps. Pajardo back to pass. He's going to air it out again. He's got a man Peyton downfield, and he missed him. 
He had him at the 10-yard line, overthrew him by about two yards. Well, 49 what, yards. What downfield. was kind of unusual then is uh, I, I actually I was in the package the following week. I had more yards the following week, and that was against Hamilton. So there was a oh, couple really? of games I don't even, oh, consecutive okay. there where there was uh, there was quite a few yards, um, but then it was you know three or four games after that where it just I was slowly removed out of the package. John Avery was around in that year, and yeah, it? that's yeah. just kind of how it worked. You know, I'd be I'd, I'd be given a chance and would make some plays, and then I'd be slowly just taken out of the, the roster again or off, off the, uh, the rotation. Second down, a reverse pivot by Pajardo, and he's going to roll out to the left and go down the sidelines and drop the shoulder. What an effort. I don't know if I want my quarterback leading with his head. No. But he's right next to the Argo bench instead of stepping out of bounds, but he'll end up getting uh, down to the 41-yard line. It's a gain of 13 yards and an Argo first down with a minute 23 left. Love the effort. I'm with you 100%. Got to learn how to slide or get out yeah, of bounds. Yeah. You just have to, especially now with the future of Ricky Ray up in the air until they get a look at him tomorrow. Yeah, no, you're right. Otherwise, uh, Fajardo's opportunity will be short-lived. It's inevitable. Fajardo goes to the seam on the far side. He's got Fuller for about eight yards, maybe nice nine, nice out of the 32-yard line. Fajardo can throw the football. There's no question about that, but... Now it's getting confidence in the arm because he's primarily been a rusher up here, right? Yeah. You know, run some play action, run out the clock, uh, come in and be the short yardage guy. And now he's got an opportunity to throw the football. So if Ricky is not able to go next week in Montreal, this is a good opportunity for Fajardo to get a little mojo going. Play action again. He wants cross. He's got cross. He turns the shoulders at the 30, drops it the shoulder and barrels his way for an Argo first down and a gain of about eight for Declan Cross. That uh, is his fifth catch of the season. He had a 45-yarder last week against Saskatchewan. The week before that, he had a touchdown, his first CFL touchdown. So the Mac product showing he's more than just a blocker. You know what? He's building his confidence after he catches the ball. You can see he's starting to look a little more smooth, makes that catch in the flat, turns up field, and... Uh Lowers the boom. Clock moving, 30 seconds left. Fajardo back to pass. Pump fake. Goes to the five-yard line, and it is almost picked off. And he was looking for S.J. Green. Ball hung up a little bit too long, and it was almost picked as breaking on the ball was Brandon Smith. Yeah, that was a nice break. S.J. was a little, little pump and go, and the ball was uh, well thrown, but... I think it was a tad late, and Brandon Smith had a chance to break on it. Brandon Smith did not jump the pump, so to speak. Pump fake, and he did not bite. 22 seconds, clock stopped at second down and 10 from the 24-yard line. Back to pass Fajardo, and he's going to swing it out into the flat where he's got Wilder, who will spin forward down to the 16-yard line for a gain of about 8 yards. 15 seconds left on the clock. It will be third down, and the Argos are going to go for it. Put some points on the board. Ricky Ray just getting off the bench for the first time since he went there early in the third quarter. Back to pass Fajardo. And he's under pressure. He's going to step up and he's going to run to the 15, to the 10, to the 5. Touchdown. Cody Fajardo scores for the Argonauts. A late touchdown. In fact, the final play of the game for the Argonauts, aside from the conversion attempt. So second touchdown of the night for the Argonauts. They score on their first series of the game. They score on their last series of the game. It's what happened in between that was problematic. 
you think? That'll be a 16-yard touchdown scamper. Cody showing some great speed. He's Acceleration fast. there. Yeah, he is fast. Big load, too. That's why they used him. He's a big body who was fast and wanted to be a football player. And that's why they used him on special teams last year. He was on punt cover, and they're doing the same thing with Dakota Prukop this year. If he can dial into this offense and get these progressions, he's got a heck of an arm. And yeah. he can settle down and, and, and methodically learn this offense, then he could be quite dangerous. And they go play action. They dump it off to Coombs, who makes the move. Oh, what a juke move at the goal line. He'll get the two-point conversion on the final play of the game. Way too little, way too late. Final score tonight will be Calgary 41, Toronto 24.